Welcome to Chigger Radio. Do you know where you are? Man, a Motley Crue video because you're hot. Chigger Radio. Oh, you know, you're such a dick. Chigger Radio. All these years, wearing a suit to the office, I should have been a naked drummer. <laughs> Absolutely. What was I thinking? Chigger Radio. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? These guys are 11. Chigger Radio. That's right. Welcome to Chigger Radio. Welcome back to Chigger Radio. <laughs> Almost a month since we've done this show. Been a little busy, but uh, welcome back. In a couple minutes, I got Mikey Messelstone, or like we like to call him, Mikey Dreads from Blackwater Rising calling in to talk about their legal issues with the New Jersey Devils. So that's coming up next. But right now, let's kick the show off with something brand new from New York City's newest bad boys pansy I know right here's a song called angry man off of their brand new CD love and blood which comes out October 28th with a CD release party at the Mercury Lounge in New York City I know I promised not to play this but sorry Johnny Rocket it's pansy with angry man sugar radio So 
How's that for a kick in the teeth, huh? That was Pansy with their song Angry Man off of their new CD, Love and Blood, which comes out October 28th. So check that out. You're listening to Chigger Radio. I'm the Chigger. And one of my longtime brothers from the music scene, he's the backbone of Blackwater Rising. We call him Mikey Dreads. His name is Mike Messelsone. And here he is to talk about the band's legal issues with the New Jersey Devils. What's up, Mikey? What's up, man? How's it going? So you guys are having some legal troubles with um, the New Jersey Devils. Tell me about it. Uh, yeah, we're having trouble. They got trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are just trying to defend our rights as songwriters and uh, copyright holders of a song that they use for a promotional video to rile up their team and their fans, which, you know, initially we thought was a, a great thing and we were happy about it. But when we reached out to them and said, hey, by the way, you're using our song and you never even asked us, let's, uh, you know, figure out some kind of compensation. They were like, oh, yeah, okay, you will uh, draw something up for you. And then weeks went by, months went by, and we never heard back from them. And uh, at that point, we were like, all right, well, I guess they're just going to keep using it and never recognize us, the fact that they, they used our, our song for their own marketing purposes. At that point, we said we're going to have to bring a lawsuit to, you know, to the situation. You know, we didn't want to, but they kind of forced our hand, you know. Uh, right. So, you know, they claimed it was covered under some ASCAP blanket license, and that is not the case here. You know, when you go to a, a, a venue, an arena, a concert, a sporting event, they can play music over the PA system, that's fine. Right. But when they take a song and use it in conjunction with a you know marketing or promotional type video, uh, that's a different license. That's called a sync license, and they never asked us permission to use it in that capacity. So they need to, you know, compensate us. At first we said, hey, just some promotional opportunity. We'd be glad to play at the arena or, you right, know, uh, right. uh, give out some CDs or whatever, something. And they were like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. And, you know, they kind of strung us along. Never, nothing ever happened. So now the, the legal system is uh, there for a reason, and it's to protect people's rights, and that's what we're doing. No uh, disrespect to the devil fans or the players. It's just it has to do with, you know, devil upper management, the people that make the decisions to use certain, you know, marketing uh, things, and that's where we stand right now. Uh, it's going to go to court if they don't offer a settlement. It's really, you know... No other way around it. Now, what are these copyrights and ASCAP? What are they doing for you? Like, I mean, aren't they supposed to protect? We are in touch with ASCAP. Okay. And they, uh, you know, the person we spoke to, they uh, seem to think that we are in the right and the devils are not. Okay. So I think, you know, if it, it does go to court, we'll have ASCAP on our side. But like I said, you know, it's like an unfortunate kind of thing because we were psyched about it at first. And, you know, we have no problem with the team using the music. Yeah, we thought it was cool, but, you know, they never asked us and they can't use it for free. Right. That's it. You know, we work hard and, you know, getting our music out there, getting our name out there. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just not fair. Let's say if it was, uh, you know, Metallica or ACDC, which they have used in the past, uh, you think they would just let them use their music for free? I don't think so. No, hell no. You know? So why should a, a smaller, more independent band allow that, you know? Right. It's, it's not right. 
See, I can't remember if it was you or Rob that said it, but one of you guys said, you know, they get paid for what they do. Why shouldn't we get paid for what we do? And I think that that's dead on. Rob said that, and it's absolutely true, you know. The guys selling the uh, hot dogs and the beer and the T-shirts, they all get paid. The players on the ice get paid. You know, they're using our music. We should get paid. You know? And look, we're not looking for, you know, I know the lawsuit is, is quoted in the, the New York Post at 30 million. That's not true. That was an erroneous figure. It's less than that, substantially less. But, you know, these numbers are just numbers lawyers kind of throw around to get, get attention. You know, we just want what's fair. Right. We want fair market value for a, for a license to use a song in the capacity they use it. Now, would the situation have been different if it would have said Rise from Blackwater Rising? At first, that certainly would have helped the situation because it would have at least people would have recognized that that was our music playing and then they could have gone and, and checked us out, whatever, online or iTunes or whatever. But uh, ultimately, I think they never asked permission. So, you know, I, they were out of, out of line by just taking it without even consulting or, or asking us in right. the first place. So it would have made some difference, but I think if they had asked us first and then we could have uh, you know, worked out some kind of agreement beforehand, that really would have been the, the proper way to go about it. And unfortunately, they didn't do that. So, well, moving yeah. forward, I mean, what's in store for Blackwater Rising and the future of Blackwater Rising? Oh, man, you know, that's just a tiny little blip on the radio. We got so many good things going on. Right now, we had just completed a new awesome video for our song No Halos from our debut album and that will be available for viewing uh, I would say in the next week or so uh, looking to maybe premiere it on on one of the outlets online okay. uh, and then it'll be all over the internet you know so look for that um, it's from the same director who did the Brother Go On video. Nice. This one is a little bit more of a concept. It has kind of a story and it's some actors in it, which is pretty awesome. In addition to the video, we are actually working on our second album. We're in the studio, we're laying down tracks, and we hope to have that out sometime early in uh, 2012, maybe in the spring. Is there any title for it yet? No, no title, no. Okay. We're going to wait till all the songs are done and then take a look at the song title and maybe take one of those or maybe we'll just call it uh, Blackwater Rising 2. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see. Anyway, I worked for uh, Led Zeppelin and Van Halen, right? Right, why not? Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we'll go that route, but we'll see. <laughs> Maybe it'll actually have a title. We'll have to see how that shakes out. So, are we going to have to wait till 2012 to see Blackwater Rising live again, or are you guys getting out on the road yeah, anytime soon? Yeah, we are actually uh, looking at book some shows uh, in the next few months. I think we have a confirmation on a show October 29th uh, out in Long Island. It's a crazy donkey, and uh, this is exciting for me, and especially for Odie, our bass player because we're huge kids fans and we're going to be sharing the stage with the one and only Ace Freely. Awesome. Insane. <laughs> so, that is pretty exciting. So that's Saturday, October 29th out Long Island. Other than that, we have some other shows uh, in the works. Nothing is being confirmed, but uh, yeah, look for some more shows. 
before the end of the year. Absolutely. That's exclusive news. Next year, so next year we plan to be like touring like crazy, you know, like getting out uh, nationally and then maybe even to Europe because our album did just come out in Europe uh, end of June. Oh, that's awesome. Album. So that's uh, another exciting possibility. Definitely want to spread the uh, the gospel of BWR internationally. Hey man, you got the momentum going. Roll with it. Roll with it, my brother. Yeah, man. You know, you know how we roll. You know how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's hear the song that got the devils into some trouble. Here's Rise from Blackwater Rising. Is that? <laughs> it's Trigger Radio.
Blackwater Rising with Rise, the song the New Jersey Devils have been using for their intro music without permission. This is Chicken Radio, and it's time for a brawl. And now for Chicken Radio's Barbie Brawl. Up first this week are the returning champs for the third show in a row. Here's Second Skin with Shards of Mirrors. It's Sugar Radio. Again, 
with Shards of Mirrors, an interesting story about Second Skin. Their lead guitarist, Eddie Heedle, has recently been chosen to play guitar for A Pale Horse Named Death, which features members of Typo Negative. Now, Eddie is not leaving Second Skin, but lucky Eddie, he gets to go on tour with A Pale Horse Named Desire in Europe. Life is tough, huh? All right, well, here's their opponents. From South Jersey, New Jersey, here's Metal Gate Mafia with Crimerica. Check it out. Don't rip your face off. It's Sugar Radio. Got your teeth? Because I think I might be missing a few. That was Crimerica by the band Metal Gate Mafia from South Jersey. They're contestants number two of the barroom brawl. They're up against Second Skin with Shards of Mirrors. If you want to see your favorite band win, you have to go to Sugar Radio's Facebook page and vote. And do it before the next show, which could be next month sometime. What's up, Layla? Hey, Sugar. How are you this week? Or should I say this month, since this is our first show in a month. How are you this month? We've been pretty busy. Yeah, we have, we have. So, listen, I was going through these lists online, and I came across this list, and you're going to hate it, all right? Because you're a New Yorker. Uh Uh-oh. You love New York. You love everything about New York, 
but this is the top 10 reasons not to live in New York. Now I want to see if you agree. Well, first of all, whoever wrote this... Is a what? Is a loser. <laughs> all right. Well, first, this is pretty stupid. You might get whacked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Too honestly, much TV. Yeah. Honestly, it's a uh, much safer in New York City at three in the morning than it is where we live right now in the burbs. Yeah. Um, you might become a victim of the soaring crime rate. Uh, well, Giuliani cleaned up the city. Yeah. We Giuliani. have a higher crime rate now, but not as bad. Right. And you lived in the city for how long? Oh, I lived in the city for eight years. Were you ever a victim of a soaring crime? I honestly wasn't. Okay. End of story. Uh, the police? I might agree with that. <laughs> Wait, it says don't live in the city because of the police? Yeah. I, I, got, I live in New Jersey now. I got pulled over the other day. <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> I, you know, I've never had a run-in with a New York City cop. I don't But think. the cops in the city are now being screwed for this ticket-fixing thing. Well, that's true. I mean, so, I mean... <laughs> but, you know what? I mean, you'll get a ticket no matter what because there's the parking in the city sucks. Oh, so yeah. No matter what you do, you're going to get a $153 ticket. So. Do you remember that time I dropped you off at work? They gave me a ticket for just dropping you off. Yeah, but that lady wasn't a real cop. <laughs> she was like one of those... All right, here's another one. The cost of living is prohibitively high. I might agree with that. I don't agree. I think the cost of living in Short Hills, for example, is higher than the city. Short Hills, New Jersey, right. for those of you listening outside New Jersey. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's many cities that are prohibitively high. How about uh, living in Las Vegas? How about living in Chicago? I feel like New York City, comparatively, is no higher than any other city. Okay. You know, I go to Starbucks in Philadelphia, and I'm paying the same amount as I'm paying at Starbucks in New York City. There's no difference to me. Well, according to this, the cost of living in New York is 25% higher than the national average. Well, how would you say your rent was in New York as compared to New Jersey when you lived in New Jersey? The same. Really? Well, alright, it was maybe a couple hundred dollars less, but okay. I needed a car. Okay. I didn't need a that's car in the true. city. That is true. Um, that's insurance. That's but you're paying for Metro card. Yeah, but the Metro card isn't nearly as much as a car payment. Okay, all right. You know, and I got around just fine, and there's tons of stuff to do, and instead I'm driving a car around where there's nothing but uh, three local bars. I mean, the cost of living is high in the city because of the temptation to go out. Right, and plus you have everything at your fingertips. Right. All right. Another big one of our gripes, tourists. Okay, but... What, what are they showing right there in that picture? We're looking at a picture right now. Yeah. And what are they showing? Uh, tourists. Where? Where are they? Times Square. And where do we say that we never go? Times Square. So, that's if no you, reason not to live in the city. If you're a New York resident, you do not go to Times Square. Unless you have friends coming into town and they want to go to Times Square. Exactly. Or if you're working there. Right? Well, then you have no choice. Right. But then you're going straight to another street. But what's the biggest complaint we have, though, when we go down there? Tourists. Tourists. Uh, you can't understand a New Yorker's accent. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? And here's the number one reason to not move to New York. And I don't agree with this. I hate this. New York Yankees fans. Hey, Yankees fans are respectable and decent. Oh, Unlike I, I don't know about that, Phillies babe. Fans we're Yankee fans. Who are skanky, ugly, and they spit and they're rude. <laughs> Listen, we're Yankees fans, but I, I might have to agree with this one, too. I don't even understand. What? Yankees fans are obnoxious. No, they're not. We're obnoxious fans. No, we are not. We are. We might, you and I might not be, but the fans are obnoxious. Nah. It doesn't matter. I don't agree. We're, we're in the playoffs again, so it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter. We're yeah, in the playoffs. Too bad. If you have any other reasons why you shouldn't move to New York, chime in on our Facebook page. A good reason. Uh, a good reason, according to Layla. A real reason. <laughs> a real reason. Chime in on our Facebook page, and uh, I think we have your Rock Minute coming up right now. Chigo Radio's Rock Minute with Layla. Megadeth's brand new song, Never Dead, is currently being streamed on YouTube. Video gaming giant Konami is using the song on the soundtrack for the company's action-adventure franchise game. The song will appear on Megadeth's upcoming CD, 13, which will be released November 1st. Velvet Revolver and former Guns N' Roses bassist Duff McKagan's new book, It's So Easy and Other Lies, which is set to hit the shelves next week, has been said to be full of the darkest tales of his life with Guns N' Roses. Alcohol, drug abuse, and womanizing, it's sure to ruffle some feathers inside the GNR camp. The book will be released on October 8th. Speaking of, Velvet Revolver recently performed a benefit in New York City at the Best Buy Theater without a new singer but a singer did join them on stage in what seemed to be a public audition for the band. It was New Jersey native and our singer, Jimmy Necco, who bears a strange resemblance to the late Jeff Buckley with the essence of U2's Bono. Necco performed the Velvet Revolver hit Slither, as well as the GNR classic It's So Easy. The video footage of this surprise performance can be seen on YouTube. This is Layla, and that was your Chigger Rock Radio Minute. Thank you, Layla. And thank you, Mike Messelstone from Blackwater Rising. And don't forget to vote for your barroom brawl winner. And we'll see you next time on Chigger Radio.